people that are watching the shows and like judging them for the stuff that they're doing like these ladies are paid to be there they're paid to do this stuff like they know what they're doing they've been in the game now for years they know exactly what's going to drum up ratings and views and it's not necessary for them to be friends off screen Welcome to Cocktails and Gossip, the podcast where we drink cocktails, but you better believe we're going to spill the tea. We chat reality TV, celebrity blinds, and the hottest tea from BravoandCocktails.com. And as always, it's all alleged and just for fun. We do not verify our blinds. I'm B, And I'm Amanda. Let's get into this week's tea. What's up, cocktailers? Today, Amanda is on a work trip, so I'm going to have to like figure out how to, it's my first time recording on my own. I feel like a child who is taking the public bus for the first time, but I'm not alone. You know, I have my buddy with me, Larry from at Bravo by Gaze. By now, I'm sure you're all following him. If you're not, you need to. What's up, Larry? What's going on, B? I'm excited to be here and chat about everything. Well, first of all, I didn't even know if you were making it here today because you've been dropping it like it's hot all week. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. I literally have been like out of control for the last like three days, but. We're going to get to questions at the end of the episode, but I have to tell you that I think everybody in Buffalo follows you. (laughs) I know you had a very exciting week with the crossover of your like two favorite things, gossip and football. 100%. I was living for it. When the person sent it to me, obviously, I I immediately messaged Larry, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on with the Bills football? You're like, shut up. Tell me everything. (laughs) (laughs) I know, because, like, rumors have been swirling, like – I mean, almost like for about a week now. So it's, it's, it's been a little crazy. And listen to all my, you know, our upstate followers. I have to tell you, you guys obviously know I'm from the city, but I went to college in upstate New York. I love, I would love to live upstate. I love it. I have tons of friends, you know, that were from that, from Buffalo, Albany, Syracuse, which is way up Rochester. Shout out to all our and, and Larry, you guys got so slammed with snow and down by us, like we had our first like sprinkling this year. Yeah, week. it was miserable. It like, it really was. This is a, maybe, this is, we got some snow last week, but like a, maybe about two weeks ago, we got like hammered and it was, it was depressing. So I'm happy it's over. I'm hopeful that it's a new month and hope, hopefully it brings some new weather <laughs> It's just, like, gray and disgusting out, and, like, I don't think I've seen the sun since, like, November, so I'm ready. I'm, I, you know what I need to do is I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here and go somewhere warm. But, like, where would you go? Like, in a perfect world, forgetting about your job and Jared's job, am I allowed to say his name? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, where would you guys, forgetting about your families, right? Like, we don't have any, there's nothing holding you back. Where are you guys going? I mean, I want to go, like, Southern California for, like, some heat and sun. Or, I mean, take me to Puerto Rico. I'll go there. I don't – I at this point, I don't care. I'll take anything that is above 65 degrees. So, I love California, but I feel like for us as New Yorkers, we should be going somewhere where the cost of living is lower, not higher. Yeah. Oh, I'm talking about vacation. Living-wise, there's no way I would – there's no way I would live there. 
Oh, so you're saying you have to get out of here for a vacation. Yeah, I thought I you just meant you wanted sun. to move. No, no, no. I'm not going anywhere, girl. I love it here. You're a mama's boy. You can't. I am. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, we know there's just too much going on. First things first. And listen, I, I always I, I always get yelled at because they're like, by the time you talk about it, it's but so much happens. And I only record once a week. Like, you know, like Heather McDonald, who I love her. I'm sure you probably listen to Heather McDonald, right? Yeah. She records twice a week. I don't have the luxury of being able to do that for a variety of reasons because I have to work <laughs> right. a real job. This isn't my main gig. And, you know, I don't have the time in my schedule. I wish I could so that stuff would be more current, but I cannot not discuss Potomac. Oh, my God. It's been insane. <laughs> By now, you guys all know. We found out this week that Juan was up to no good. We've been discussing it on our pod. I mean, people have been – all our socials, right, Larry? We've all been hinting at it. Yeah. It finally came up a little bit on the show, but it wasn't confirmed. And sure enough, after the reunion filmed, Robin talked about it on her pod, but told the whole story on her paid pod, which is her Patreon. She basically said, oh, he was bored during COVID and he chatted with a girl. And when the girl came to visit somebody else, she didn't have a credit card. So he paid and left. (laughs) BS. I I mean, tell me, I mean, Larry, what are you thinking on this? I, first of all, want to know, I want to read the email or text message that she got from production or Bravo at the fact that she hid this from the season and decided to release it on her Patreon because I would assume she got in trouble for that. So I I got this cryptic email today. It wasn't even in, it was like a DM, but from like a dead account. Like, you know, you, you know, someone's just sending it. Yeah. And it basically alluded to the fact that as a result of recent things, which there have been a few recent things, right? There's going to be changes to the ladies' contracts going forward. Okay. I have to imagine that that's related to, I mean, there's the Jen Shah subscription, but I oh have to God. imagine that that's related to the Patreon. Like, you, in other words, if a housewife, so this is my thinking, if a housewife knows something, right? Robin admitted she knew about this even before filming started, because this was from like COVID time. You can't know about it, not discuss it, and then afterwards profit off it separately. Right. You get paid. It is part of your job to share your life. You get paid to do that. So the fact that you got paid for the season and now you're profiting off of the Patreon money to release that story. You know how many people probably weren't on Patreon that subscribed just to hear what she had to say? Which... If she weren't filming, I think that Bravo would still have a case to say, hey, hold this for your next season, right? But at least if she weren't filming and it was something that was happening during that time and she was talking about it, to me it would be different. But like, okay, and then you have people saying, well, what happened to Housewives just being able to have fun? I get that, but also like... She's throwing Karen under the bus saying she's cheap. Like, so if nobody was getting those allegations, yes, she stood up for Chris and Candace. Okay. And had she kept mom on Karen, I might even say, you know what? She wasn't showing hers, but she wasn't like showing other people's either. But she did it to Karen while it was happening in real time in her life. I just, I don't, it just, it bothers me at the fact that she even said that she knew that they knew about this two seasons ago. And she thought it was going to come up last season and no one said anything. So she just let it go. And then it got brought up this season. Like it just, 
I don't know. It just doesn't sit well with me. Like she should have addressed it when it happened, but now it just seems like she's trying to like get her narrative out before the reunion comes and we, and they talk about it there if they discuss it, you know what I mean? So that was my question for you. Do you think that it's going to be on the reunion and that kind of saves her in a way? Cause if she does openly talk about it on the reunion, then maybe the Patreon and the talking about it on the pod isn't as egregious. I would hope that they talk about it on the reunion and that's why she's saying something. But if she know. did talk about it on the reunion, why would she feel the need to say something before it airs? If she would, if it is talked about, yeah, <laughs> if it's talked about at the reunion, then I would I could see the Patreon thing, maybe her posting about it after the reunion has aired. Cause I don't, I can't imagine production or the network are happy about her sharing it before they talk about it on the show, you know? Absolutely. And it's sort of like there will be people who will maybe have tuned in if there was that teaser that she was talking about it. But now that they've heard it, maybe they're going to be like, well, we we already know. Right. I mean, the only but, reason I want to see if they talk about it is because I want to see what the other ladies have to say about her admitting it. Like, do they believe her? Or do they think that it's BS? They're mar- she decided to marry him regardless. I think I think an interesting thing that we need to look at is like Ashley and Michael and Robin and Juan. Maybe they have a non-traditional, you know, version of marriage, which is absolutely fine. And it's a no, we're in no way shaming them, but you're on reality television. I for, I get there are kids involved, but like, it's your choice to go on. So we're going to talk about it. It just cleared up so much for me. Like them trying to make Sharice happen. Uh, thoughts on Sharice, Larry? <laughs> oh, she can go. I'm done. No, she doesn't do it for me. I mean... Robin seems so aggressive going into the season, which we were all like, yes, because we've been saying she hadn't been. Juan going off the way he did. I mean, this is such a bad look for Juan. Everyone's giving Robin heat. She's the victim here. Right. She didn't do anything wrong. It was him. And so far, she hasn't admitted that this is an open relationship. Could we be wrong? Could Juan be pissed because they do have an open relationship, but yet he's looking like the bad guy because she won't say that? Which is kind of unfair for him, right? 100% because if if that's the case and they both agreed to do that then she should be saying that that's what it is so that way people aren't attacking him you know I just don't see how I just don't think they I just don't think they have an open relationship and I just think that it's like they've been together for so long they've lived together without being married they've kind of been living like this married life already without like the legalities of it I mean since they were divorced and whatnot so I think it's like comfort for them where maybe he's bored and she I don't know. I don't, there's just there's so many dynamics to it. I have no idea. There's so many dynamics to it, and and then we have our girl Nini coming out on the Breakfast Club oh saying that Potomac is starless. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> ouch! She, why doesn't why doesn't she have a podcast? That would be. I, I feel like it would be so lucrative for her. Oh, I would listen in a second. I mean, it was hilarious the fact that she said none of these franchises have any stars on them. <laughs> Even, I mean, a pod of Nini recapping episodes would be epic. She could have her friend Carlos King on, who I love his pod. She could have any of the ladies would go on because she would be. It would be a huge draw because everyone's tuning into her. A hundred percent. And she doesn't even, I mean, I would listen to her recap episodes daily, but I would even just listen to her talk about normal stuff going on. Like it doesn't even need to be houses related. I would still listen to whatever she had to say. Cause that was hilarious. She's, (laughs) she's she's so naturally charismatic and endearing. And whatever your opinion on Nini is, 
she tells it like it is or her version of it. You know what I mean? Like she does not sugarcoat. Like she's sort of like a Jeff Lewis in that way. Right. And it just like rolls off her tongue. It's not even like she thinks about these things. Like it just kind of hits her and she says it. And that I love that. I love that. There's no script with her. She's just off the cuff. I mean, Nene, I know you're not listening. But <laughs> Maybe she is. You never know. You know, when you think of like who you would want to meet, she comes to mind. Like I actually had a follower recently tell me they were so disappointed because they met her and she was basically like, girl, bye. And I'm like, oh, but why God. would you expect her to be any other way? Right. It's not like It's not like meeting someone like Kyle, who you would expect to be friendly with fans and then be like, girl, bye. And I'm not saying that Kyle has done that. I'm just using her as an example. Like, I would completely expect me to go over to Nene and her to be like, oh, go back to hang out with Lindsay Lohan's daddy. Like, get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I would expect her to, like, insult me. I would expect her to be like, oh, look at this basic housewives fan bothering me when I'm out trying to get my drink on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I would be completely okay with her doing that to me, too. (laughs) And I feel like the only environment where she wouldn't be, where she wouldn't do that would be at her lounge, or if she was hosting, or if it was something where she was profiting off. If you see her getting on an airplane, she doesn't want to talk to you. Not at all. (laughs) Okay, and here we go, and this is this is such a mess, and there's so many moving parts to this, as the other, you know, wives on the trip are now all home. Mm-hmm. But Larry, we have to discuss, and it's not the girls' trip, right? We have to differentiate because we have we have our girls' trips, but now we know that after the Berkshires, right, the second trip, yeah. they have started a separate series, the ex-wives' trip. And we had, I mean, this weekend, I can't obviously say who contacted me yeah but i found out that caroline went home by choice and that brandy was first sent to a hotel and then ultimately sent home what's come out is essentially caroline was sexually harassed i don't want to use a stronger word than that yeah there is a legal investigation there is an internal investigation this is what i'm hearing right obviously i don't have any documents but she was sent home early. We know that. That's that's confirmed. Caroline left early. I heard she tried to stay, but specifically the girls who were with Brandy at, on the Berkshire trip mm-hmm. apparently really sided with Brandy, kind of like, oh, you know, you got to just get her off you. You know how she is when she drinks. You're making a big deal. Kind of like, depending on what ends up being, you know, kind of victim shaming, right? Right, 100%. I do know that Alex was firmly team Caroline, which I just expect Alex to be on, like, the right side of things. Right, exactly. Same. So, I mean, your thoughts, Larry. When you heard this, how you're processing this. At first, I was like, why Caroline? Like, why did you have to choose her? Like... And I don't want to, like, even, like, it's just, I, we all know that, like, Brandy likes to throw some back and get a little loose. And she did it at the Berkshires when she was trying to, like, she was just, she's overly sexual as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, I mean, know your audience, girlfriend. Like, what in your, what in the world would make you think that Caroline Manzo would be okay with any type of advances you were making on her? 
Wasn't she a little bit like that with Vicky, jokingly? Yeah, that's what I was trying to. That's I, I didn't name. Which is I didn't kind of the same vibe. Like I yeah. would go for Vicky, although that kind of fizzled. Like it, she didn't obviously take it too far, or Vicky laughed it off. But like, if you're going to do that with a Tamara or a Phaedra, who's going to take it in jest, take it how it's right. Right, not Caroline Manzo. <laughs> well, also, Caroline's, like, tough. Like, And yes. you know what's funny? Somebody messaged me, and they were like, it's almost like she was intimidated by... Like, their reasoning was she was intimidated by Caroline, so she was trying to disarm her. No, I, there's other ways to do that. I mean, I don't think it came from a place of malice. However, if it's true, you cannot touch people. I mean, if they tell you to stop, I mean, consent number right. one. And I don't see how the network moves forward with her. I also did hear that another report was filed by a producer. Oh, wow. Now, yeah, I, I believe I, I read that somewhere as well, too. And we remember when in the Berkshires, she ripped off the waiter. Remember that butler, waiter, whatever he was? She ripped yes. his shirt off. Remember when they were outside doing the whiskey tasting, I believe? Yes. So apparently she said to a married producer, I want to F the shit out of you oh wow so now now did he report her once the caroline thing happened like you know what not only did she do it to her she did it to me too and this this woman's a problem i mean these producers have to work with the talent right you know all day every day yeah i mean Uh, i don't see a way her back on a show without a public apology and maybe a little rehab Correct. Yeah, I think at this point, after that situation, I definitely think it hindered any like future opportunities that she may have with them, which is disappointing because I really think that it would have been a good idea to have her back on Beverly Hills. I think she would have been a really good fit to help like loosen it up. But I mean, I love and don't get me wrong. Every every time someone asks me like what I love in my housewives, I'm always like, oh, like I love them to be like a little sloppy and a little drunk and like crazy, but like. She takes it like a little, she takes it way too far and she needs to like reel it back. And I agree. I think she needs to make a public apology, which I don't know if she will until maybe it airs since they haven't really told the truth about what happened. Like we don't know what's got, what exactly happened yet. Yeah. Some, a public apology and a little bit of rehab and like right. just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So just like, I mean, some acknowledgement as to her knowing that what she did was wrong. And we've seen her take ownership before, right? Right. So I, that, I don't think that's a problem for her. I'm sure upon sobering up and the realization that Caroline really felt violated, I am certain that she honestly would apologize to her and express that that wasn't her intention. But at what point does your intention become a moot point when people feel unsafe around you when you drink? And it's sad because it's coming off this fantastic run she had on Traders. Yes. Which, by the way, I'm hearing she was uninvited from the reunion. And just today, Andy announced there will, in fact, be a reunion. Someone told me it was going to be live. I have Yeah, no I saw that too. So I don't know if that's true. But if she's not on the reunion... I, and the thing is, it doesn't mean Bravo's done with her forever. Forever's a long time. We, right. thought, we thought Phaedra was done and she's back on a lot of things. Which, by the way... I am hearing, speaking of Phaedra, that she, they are cutting, because I had, you know, I had posted some email, Mm -hmm. but in fact, they are cutting a couple of women from Married to Medicine in an attempt to open the budget for Phaedra. So that's not a lock. Phaedra hasn't signed on the dotted line, but they want her. And I mean, 
brilliant. I'll watch. Yeah, I mean, I would take her there to put her in a different setting with those ladies. I mean, I know she's friends with them. That puts her back on Bravo and away from Candy, so not on Atlanta. So I'm, I'm, and I did hear that they did want her as well. I'm surprised that they would be cutting some people to afford her. I hear she's expensive. But yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, give her the money. Give her the money. But yeah, I and you know, back to Brandy for a sec. We know that she didn't sign on to Beverly Hills, but in my mind, there was a definite good chance of her popping up at some point mid or end of the season. And I'm, I guess that's not happening now. Which would have been so good. And I think, you know, with her, it's like, she's always kind of been like booked on like random shows, but maybe the fact that like, she's back on Bravo, she's doing all these other things, like. I don't know. Maybe right. it was just maybe it was just a lot for her. She was like over. I don't even think she was overexposed, but it just it, it her drinking seems a little bit more excessive than it has in the past. So yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I would love to see her in some of like back and like once she's like good. I mean, if, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I just think I think that maybe she needs a little bit of a break. I think she needs a little bit of a break. I think that I mean. For her own sake, maybe. And, and I'm not necessarily, I'm certainly not qualified to call anyone an alcoholic, but, you know, maybe some something. I also hope it doesn't hinder any type of decision for Caroline coming back in the future to, like, a role on New Jersey. Where if she was like, if this this happening in Morocco, if she was like, oh, hell no, I am officially done with, like, all of this. You know what I mean? Like, You know... I feel like she might be. I mean, because financially, listen, anybody could use more money, but right. it's not like she needs it. It's not, you know, she's well off. So maybe she's realizing that, listen, it has changed. When they started, when Jersey started, it was a much different show. Right. And we're going to get to Jersey later because, I mean, talk about some of the most toxic fans. Oh, my God. I mean, Insane. we could even just jump there. Like, honestly, the fans are so unhinged, Larry. I, I, it's it's like people you have to love one person or hate one person. You can't post anything. I mean, if you post anything slightly negative about Teresa, these accounts oh, they will like, have your head on a on a stick. And you and I, I mean, we post stuff. We get it. It's fine. You could say, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. This and that. But it's like. They go after the other castmates, like, in a way that is disturbing to me. I don't see it. Do you see this on any other show? Like, the women get at each other, but can you think of another show where the fans go in the way that the Teresa fans do? No. The Tree Huggers? I mean, LVP has some dedicated people. LVP right. has very strong fan base, but none as crazy as the Tree Huggers. And it's, in like... It's almost like you can't even say that you enjoy Melissa because they will literally attack you. And I like Teresa. I just am not as obsessed with her as other people. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I first of all, I always like Teresa. Yeah. I, she's, she's fantastic television. And her life, you know, listen, sadly, in many ways, has been very interesting. I mean, every season she's had a storyline that was real because stuff was really going on. Going on, yeah. And she's entertaining, and she's got a great television personality. But I also like Melissa and Joe. And listen, as far as the sibling rivalry, or whatever, not even rivalry, I mean beef, 
I find that there's fault on both sides. I don't think any one person is wrong. I don't think any one person is right. I think, I mean, we saw that clip. I actually watched it today on your, I think you posted it yesterday, the seven minute clip where we see Melissa and Joe and Melissa said that after the reunion, she texted her like, I understand it's fine. Let's just move on that I'm not in your wedding. And then Teresa didn't text back, but then months later invited her to her birthday, her 50th birthday trip. And then Melissa didn't go like to me. If you're going to be the bigger person, like you always claim you are, go on the trip. Right. So to me, it is tit for tat. And I'm not saying that Melissa is wrong for not going on the trip because she's rightfully upset that she wasn't invited to the wedding. And then she sent a nice text to make things better. And Teresa didn't respond to her. And it's okay if, based on those things, she decided not to go on the birthday trip. But you can't do that and then also say, I'm always the bigger person. I always try to keep peace. Right. No, I I agree. I agree. And the thing with Jersey, too, is there isn't really, like, one housewife that I dislike. Like, I like Margaret. I like Jennifer. I like Teresa. I like Melissa. Like, Like, I don't... I don't Dolores. feel the yeah. I love Dolores, and I just like I don't feel the need to like. I don't know. I just I don't like when people just like rush to hate and like it's just it really it's their fan or, base. Let me tell you, some of them people are very toxic. Or <laughs> like, like the other right, but the other thing is the assumption. So if I have an opinion, it doesn't mean I hate the housewife. Like. Jennifer, I think, has a lot of really good qualities, family-wise, as a wife, as a mother, as a daughter. She's a very generous person. All of those things. I think she's fantastic on television. Now, are there things about her that I don't relate to? Very much so. And it's yeah. funny because I was I went back and I was watching her first season and about, you know, her arranged marriage that didn't end up going through. Then she met Bill, but they, they had to have a chaperone on their first date. And it... It's all very interesting. It's a different culture from certainly the, the American culture that you and I were raised in, right? Because we're, we're all from somewhere, but both of my parents were born in America. So I'm very American. I have friends that are first generation and it's always interesting. Their cultures are different, mm-hmm. everything like that. But because you say, wow, that's wild. I've never heard of somebody going on a, being in an arranged marriage. Yeah doesn't mean that you don't like a person like you're allowed to be surprised and i'm not i'm not saying that margaret didn't go in with her brother because but that was back and forth i mean she called margaret's mother a whore that season right yeah <laughs> and people say that i'm on margaret and and melissa's payroll and I'm listen like, i wish i was on somebody's account. payroll with the amount that i post <laughs> hello but also these accounts are named for people it's like Teresa stan and she's telling me that i'm on margaret's payroll I like Margaret. I don't, I'm the first one to say there are things that I think that Margaret has done that were, listen, would I ever out somebody's affair? No, but I'm not a reality star. And yes, guess what? Sometimes other people's storylines do become your storyline and does it make you kind of a snake? Yeah. But like, do you want the paycheck? Yeah. And would Jen do it? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the thing. People look at like people that are watching these shows and like judging them for the stuff that they're doing. Like these ladies are paid to be dramatic. They're paid to do this stuff. Like they know what they're doing. They've been in the game now for years. They know exactly what's going to drum up ratings and views. And it's not necessary for them to be friends off screen. Do the, 
franchises where the ladies are friends off screen like succeed of course they do but you not everyone is going to be like that so i mean the people need to real like realize that they they're not dumb they know what they're doing so you, you see ladies that are like holding holding info that they've had for years and they're they bring it out because they know when to use it and they know what it's going to be good so i feel like Miami's a good example of a city where they're not all friends, but they're able to coexist. Like, like we see Adriana beefing with Marisol and, and Alex- Alexia, like, for years. But there's a level of respect where they don't go gutter on each other. Right. And they don't – and, you know, I'm not saying – because, honestly, I don't see Teresa doing this. I can kind of see Jen doing it. I don't see Teresa – I don't even think Teresa pays enough attention to, like – social media accounts maybe now it's different i think i think after the video was posted about lily i think she sort of learned about the power of socials right and i think maybe she tapped into her fan base a little bit more or had had one of her assistants or something like that do that what are your thoughts on louis so you know initially we saw that crazy warrior video and Mm -hmm. we heard all from the exes so our initial feeling was this guy's crazy this guy's you know, the ex-wife is always posting all this narcissism. She's a, she's a therapist for it. But is it possible that, you know, he always says, he keeps saying, I've grown, I've changed. Is it possible that he's grown and changed? Is it possible that, yes, he had a bad relationship with this woman, as he's admitted, and, and you know, a couple of exes, but he found Teresa and he found his person and they're a good match and they will happy, live happily ever after. I mean, certainly that's a possibility. And I hope this season we look at it and I'm like, you know what? He had the weird video. He has these exes who hate him, but they seem really happy and it really seems genuine. I mean, that's what I'm hoping to see. Same. And I, you know what? As long as she is happy and he is treating her fine, like that is all that matters to me. I feel like I'm Louie, Louie, Louie. Like I'm just like, oh, I can't talk about him anymore. (laughs) His exes still DM me information. I'm like, you guys need to get over it. Like he is married now so unless he is doing something currently currently i like let just let them be like at at a point you have to just kind of be exhausted of talking about it and i hope that we get to see a different side of him and that like maybe he is likable and like i said the only thing that matters to me is that she is happy in her love bubble and making good tv so we'll see i'm with you and i actually got an email saying that there's a video that they're going to set. They didn't say they were going to send it to me, by the way. But, I mean, that's the assumption. I can tell you, any video that's from prior to him being with Teresa or whatever, I, I personally – somebody will post it, Larry. We know right. somebody will post it. It's not going to be me because I'm just simply not interested in the ancient history. We posted the Warrior video because nobody knew him. It was it made sense at that time. It no yeah. longer makes sense for me to post something from prior to their – marriage right even dating it doesn't make any sense he has admitted that he went to programs and got himself help because he needed it i'm of the belief that you respect a person admitting that they grew and they evolved and they changed this episode of cocktails and gossip is brought to you by better help When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel a little overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Hey, it's Amanda, and 
I just wanted to share a couple of things that I've learned from my experiences with therapy. I've really found, especially recently, that it's helpful to go to a therapist to learn positive coping skills. And something that's really been on my mind lately is how to set boundaries. When you get tools like this from therapy, you're empowered to be the best version of yourself. These are skills that are helpful for anyone. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com CAG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash C-A-G. And also, Teresa has said, which is a really good point, people could have judged him for being with her. I mean, she's a reality star. She's table flipping. She's been to prison. I mean, it isn't like he started dating a, a Girl Scout. Right. So, I mean, and will something happen? I mean, who's to say? Well, like, maybe, right. but, like, until it does, then I got just let them be. <laughs> and the reality is, Larry, for every pot, there is a lid. Yeah. So, you know, he said, I had a toxic relation, a couple toxic relationships, and I found my person. So, let it be. That is mine. I, that is my standpoint. I hope all the crazy fans hear this. Please tune in, if you're ever going to tune in, <laughs> because... And and the thing about it is, as I watch the season, I will give my honest opinion. Potomac's a great example. I couldn't stand Candace. I called for her to be off. I was, like, so done with her. And this season, I loved her. I really Same. enjoyed her. I really enjoyed Chris. I I changed my mind. Like, normalize changing your opinion when presented with new information. Agreed, and that's how I feel I would... about my housewives. Yeah, I agree with you, especially with the Potomac thing, because I was not a Candy Gal fan at all. And this season, she really changed for like really changed my mind. And I even told her at BravoCon, I was like, "Girl, I'm like loving you this season." I didn't tell her that I never liked her before because I who would do that? But I just right. I, I I had to tell her. I was like, "Listen, like I I am a very big fan of you this season." And she's like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" But like. Like, you can change your mind. You don't have to like someone the entirety of, like, the show. <laughs> exactly. And so I say all that to say these fans who, like, like a person and will never change their mind, are that's weird to me. Right. It's weird to me. All right. We, we can't not talk about legacy. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about what it. What ever-living... Okay, so here's what I'm hearing, and I want to hear what you're hearing, because we know there's a lot of different versions of this. Yes. So, you know, page six printed that it's on pause because they all want a million dollars, as if they're the <laughs> cast of Friends. <laughs> and he came out the next day, and he said, don't believe everything you read. What a source connected told me was that Dorinda, Sonia, and Kelly – got to a point where they were happy with what they were being offered, mm -hmm. or at least they agreed upon what they were offered. Jill said no. I don't know if that was in relation to money or what, which I was shocked at, but this is what I'm hearing. And Luann was holding out. The person did not say a million dollars, but Luann was holding out for more money. 
the network has officially rescinded their offers. So like the three that agreed, they took them back. And now we see this whole press tour. I mean, right. <laughs> Ramona's <laughs> out with them. I mean, and Larry, how happy is Ramona that everything fell apart without her? She is literally like a pig in shit right now, probably. She's got to be so happy that they are kind of holding out on this. I think that the Countess is really just pushing it. Like, take what they're offering you. You Like, you'll still have the notoriety from being on TV. People are always going to, like, want to see what you're doing. You just are getting off of filming a show with Sonia where you probably got to probably got a pretty penny for that. Take the money, do the season, see how it goes. And then ask for more next season. If they ask you back, like, but I mean, it's, it's going to be a hit no matter like, no matter what, I mean, people want to see these ladies still on TV, but like, it just seems, it seems like at this point, it's just like, you're being a little greedy. Like, I don't know what the amount is that they were offered. I would assume that it's nothing close to what they were making. I heard it was less. But I think that, you know, Luann is living in a world where people are paying $90 to see her sing worse than me, which is very hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, she lives in – she's delusional, as many many of our favorite housewives are. Yeah. And if the rumors are true that, like – the new reboot ladies are, it's not great. You know, we're hearing it's not great. My sources are like, this shit isn't going to be good. Take what they're offering you. Let that tank or hope that that tanks and come back and say, now I want my money. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, and obviously Before like- they move on and it's just dead all together. And then they try another reboot or, but what about, what about Bethany sticking it to Luann? Because they have that whole beef, remember? Because Bethany helped her and blah, blah, blah. And if she's like, I'll do it with Dorinda and Sonia. And right. even Kelly. Could you I imagine? Mean, I mean, everything would... else she's done on television has failed. So <laughs> swallow your pride and give us what we want, B. Oh, my God. I really, I the other really B. wish. I know, right? <laughs> the I mean, B. one could only hope. One can only hope uh, that that would ever happen. But. I mean, also, like, here's the thing. If Luann's asking for too much money, then get a replacement for her. Find somebody else. I would watch anyone else. I don't need Luann in order to watch New York. So who? Give it to Tinsley. Give it to Jules Weinstein if she's back in New York City. I would would take anybody, honestly, (laughs) except for Barbara Kay. It's so funny you just said Jules Weinstein because Sonia randomly posted a picture and mentioned Jules. So maybe Sonia was trying to float that idea. I mean, please. Like, I always say justice for Jules. I think she deserved a second season. Totally. They can't do it with three. So we got Jules. We got... I don't know why Jill said no. I mean, she doesn't need the money one way or the other. Maybe she just didn't want to commit because she really is split between Florida and New York. And, like, after all these years, she was like, screw it. Her and Dorinda have some beef, too, and maybe she just doesn't even want to go there. Yeah, I mean, I think she's very well off. I mean, I would love to see I would love to see more of her, like, with Gary. And then, obviously, I'm surprised she's not doing it because she's Wait a so- minute. Wait a minute. She's really good friends with Luann. So if she said no, Luann probably convinced her to hold out with her because they they couldn't do it with just the three, and then Bravo called their bluff. Oh, maybe. I think we just cracked that case, Larry. That would be good. I mean... Because that makes sense, because they really are friends, like, outside of everything. 
And I feel like Jill would do it, like, just for the exposure, like, with her business with Allie and everything. She's all about, like, a sale. So I feel like she would do it regardless. So there had to be another reason why. Well, I don't think that she would want to do it without Luann because that would be her ally on the show. Yeah. Sonia will will not Sonia will be Switzerland as she often is. She'll right. have a glass of wine and act like she doesn't know what's going on and talk about John John Kennedy. <laughs> and John John. Kelly, nobody can count on to be an ally. Kelly can't even be an ally to herself right. based on her last her last showing. So yeah, I think I think that she I think that she thought that if the two of them held out, it would be a go and she probably felt like, well without Luann, I don't really want to do it for this amount of money anyway, so whatever. Oh, maybe. I, I mean, hey, let's hope that's the case. I heard something. I think it was Ray, Andy said something on Radio Andy where he's seeing all these rumors. I think it was the day after like the People article got posted where he said that like, all these rumors are swirling and there's only pockets of truth. Like, in, You know what I mean? Like, There's little bits of pieces of truth in every article that's being written, but nobody knows exactly what's going on. The photo shoot that was so clearly staged of Luann sitting in like a diner looking stressed out. Oh my God. She probably had the server take it. (laughs) She probably had the, the reporter from page six take it. Right. By the way, Larry, one of my sources last night sent me your post and my post about Mary Crosby coming back and was like, both of you posted about her coming back as a friend. Neither of you were cited. Stop. Really? Yeah, so I messaged I messaged the reporter and I was like, you know, like I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for anyone else, but like that's messed up. Like cite us. And they're like, oh no, we got it from other sources. I said, I just want to let you know, too often it happens that either I see myself post something or another account post something and you guys come out with a story. So I just wanted to let you know that we all notice and yeah. we have followings and we'll let the people know. So this is me letting the people know. Because um, <laughs> it's a no, listen. Not everything's an exclusive, but when a bunch of accounts know something before and then page six runs an article and doesn't say where they got it as noted on at Bravo by gaze and Bravo and cocktails, it's annoying because I will, I shouted them out on this podcast four times up page six said page six said it's like, they have some things. We have some things. Give us our due. Right. No, I, I, no, I agree. And there are like certain reporters that always do cite the accounts. And I mean, we, definitely take note of it so some of the page six ones bernie at page six always does evan real is really good about it too yes evan's very good so it's it's select but we know who they are larry right (laughs) but larry you're so much nicer than me you would never message them and be like never (laughs) never (laughs) but why i don't know i just i could care less i guess (laughs) i know i'm petty all right so we say all that to say New York, we may never see it. Oh, God, which is, like, so depressing. I mean, you know what? I'm not going to write off the new New York ladies. I'm going to give them a shot. Totally. I'm not. I'm a little bummed about Legacy because I was looking forward to seeing those ladies. Do you know what Christian Gray Snow, shout out to him. I was on his podcast. We had a lot of fun. He said to me that he actually looked into it, and the women on that, the new reboot, are the same ages as Roni when it first started. Really? Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, Jenna Lyons is the same age as, yeah. I would guess, Ramona. And, like, yeah, like, so they're all, like, within, like, maybe not, like, to the month, but they're all within the same. Oh, that'll be interesting. And I don't know. As I get older, I'm like, these houseworks are a little young. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little. 
I'm feeling a little long in the tooth watching this. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm excited to see them. I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see like Uba and or Jenna Lyons. Sorry, I can't wait Uba to see what they what they bring. Is so gorgeous, and when it's she insane. does those like when she does those reels of her like walking down the street in Manhattan in like a bikini in January, <laughs> I'm like, I just want to like. I just want to Uber to the city and just sit there and wait to see her because I like I feel like if you're near her you get sprinkled with like fairy dust or something like right. she's magical. I know. I literally. I'm really I can't excited wait. for Scout in the city, which her name's Sai, I think. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I love her vibe. I'm ex- yeah. There's a few that I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, there's some the that I don't know. One, but... Well, they're all very pretty, but the one with those pretty eyes, Erin Leachy. Yes. I like her. Her husband seems like he's ready for his close-up. I like that. <laughs> he's an attorney. As somebody who has many attorneys in her family, they're thirsty. Right. So I'm, lo- I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. And now, Larry, you know, one of, one of our favorite subjects, our summer house crew. Yes. So I got to tell you something. What? Tell me. Somebody connected to the cast, not on the cast, connected to the cast, when I reposted Kyle posting for Carl's birthday, because of course the speculation is, does he still work for Loverboy? We mm-hmm. saw the clips where Kyle's drunkenly bad mouthing him, and then Carl's complaining about, you know, not being appreciated at work. And the person told me that as of the birthday, which was last Friday, last week, so, yeah, about a week ago, they weren't on speaking terms. I don't know what that means exactly, and that it was true that he left the company. We assumed that. We then saw Kyle a couple days later tell Us Weekly that they're okay and they have nothing but love for each other, which isn't the same as speaking to somebody. I think he was carefully choosing his words. The person who told me blamed Lindsay, but I'm not really sure it's fair to blame her or any one person. I think that, you know, we see the clip Kyle's talking smack about Carl's performance. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's really fair to blame Lindsay. I think Carl's a big boy and he has his own opinions, but I think he really left Loverboy. That's what I'm hearing. And that yeah. things aren't so good with between them. Yeah, I I kind of saw I forgot who had posted it, but I did see something where they said that the birthday post to Carl like it may have just been for show that right. in the first episode of Summer House you kind of like they it's it's heated and I think we'll see a lot there. I mean, if he did leave Loverboy, I mean I would have. He's still an investor, though. So, is he? I mean, that's what it says in his profile. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, and he's just taking more LinkedIn, of a backseat role. His LinkedIn hasn't changed, so it's... it could be that he left, but he he doesn't. He's not currently employed. Yeah, I mean, they were doing all of those like tours where they were going to all these like liquor stores and bars and like doing these like Loverboy events, and I haven't seen one in a while. I've been seeing a lot well, of Kyle only, and Amanda like in the advertisements. And yeah. So, I mean, I, wouldn't he make an announcement to him leaving? Maybe he leaves during the season, and then that that's what they're waiting for to announce, like, his, like, departure yeah. there. So, I don't know. But, I mean, if he's still an investor, obviously, he's still going to get a paycheck from there. I mean, good for him. I, I, I like Carl. What's that? I think that? I think that Kyle played it wrong. I think that Lindsay could have been – listen – I have, there's a lot of things you could say about Lindsay. She has negative qualities that I find annoying, but I think that 
her positive qualities. She's a very strong personality, and I think she could have been a real asset to the company, and they should oh. have invested in that and strengthened that relationship. And maybe rather than push Carl to walk away, had her come on. Yeah. And no, like, 100%. obviously, she, maybe she'd be difficult to work with, and maybe that's why they didn't. But, you know, you're the owner, and you can clarify her role. And if you compensated her properly, I'm sure she would be professional. Right, because, like, know. remember when she said she was doing all that stuff for free? Like, she was doing it just mm-hmm. because Carl was going. So, I mean, she has a, a very good large fan base. People do love her. I mean, she's, I mean, I enjoy her. I mean, she's not my favorite, but I, I mean, I still like watching her. But I, yeah, I mean, if they would have been smart, they maybe should have done that. I mean, I'm not a business person, so I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, same. All right. So just general thoughts on Miami, because did you, I didn't watch today's episode. Oh, girl. Not all of us. Amazing. Not all of us work from home, Larry. How was I know, it right? <laughs> no, I watched today's episode this morning before I started work. It was amazing. The ladies are bringing it every episode. There has not been one episode so far this season that has been a letdown. I can't. I just love them. I'm waiting for their reunion what looks to drop. Last I literally night. can't wait. I just love... And everyone's like, oh, Marisol's an alcoholic. I mean, she's functioning. I think it's I think it's her shtick you know I love how she's sort of taken on a lot of her mom's qualities yes yeah you she's definitely there she definitely is I I love seeing that she I mean it is her thing is like the cockies and the cocktails and like I get it but like not every episode you need to talk about how you a stiff cocktail but she's entertaining (laughs) I like the fact that she's just a friend but we're getting her in like a full-time capacity like I it doesn't make sense to me that her and Adriana don't have mojitos. Like they're in, they're on every episode. I'm in agreement with that. Absolutely. And Kiki, I need her to be center mojito because she gives me so much life. Her confessionals are chef's kiss. Hilarious. I mean, she's. I feel like she's an observer show. in in the situations and then she drops really good one-liners in the social situations and then when they go to her confessionals she kills it a hundred percent and she's just drop dead gorgeous and she's funny and like i just want to see more of her so let's hope that she comes back next season i think there's only a few episodes left maybe like two episodes left i would say when we found out that the whole lenny thing happened during filming, I was like, poor Lisa. But I actually think it was really good for her. not And not just from, like, a public perspective. Because obviously that was good, right? Because everyone loves her. Yeah. Like, you can't possibly dislike somebody going through that. But I also think it was good for her because she was able to be distracted by filming and really have her friends supported her phenomenally. But because they were filming, they legitimately... It was their job to be with her. So, like, she had that support with her so much. Yes, yeah. Does that make sense? It does. And I think you can, I think, <laughs> if you have to watch today's episode, by the time you this airs, I mean, everyone would have had a chance to see it. it. But you'll, uh, you'll see where it's just, like, it's getting to the point now where it's, like, every time she's around, she's talking about the Lenny drama. And they do, like, a time lapse in today's episode where it's, like, eight minutes still talking about Lenny. 28 minutes still talking about Lenny and Kiki is like enough. (laughs) 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 Oh 
Oh my god! They're doing it, it at eleven in nightclub, like in Miami. It's just like it's not the time or the place. And I get it. That's what she's going through. That's what she wants to talk to. She should have right. that support system. But you have to kind of like know the time and place. So like, so when Kiki said enough, I was like, oh, they're getting sick and tired of hearing about it. <laughs> so I feel like you're much better at understanding programming than me. Do they move it to Bravo? Or are they like, hell no, this is such a hit. This is giving us the Peacock money. No, I think it's going to stay on Peacock. Because I think eventually what will happen is everything will move to Peacock. Where... Oh. And, and set, like, Bravo, obviously, like, there are the main shows on there. But I think, like, in the long-term, like, look at things, everything is going to eventually right. move to streaming. So they'll keep they'll keep the new seasons on Peacock. They're going to air on Peacock, or they're going to air on Bravo anyway. They're just not going to get them at the same time as the Peacock subscribers, and they get them a couple months later. So I guess you can right. wait. But Peacock has such good programming where they have... They're having the girls' trips. They're having Real Housewives of Miami. They have this Traders show that came out. Like, there is so much good stuff that Which is... Which was a hit. It's, yeah, and it just got reunion, renewed for a season two. Yeah. I mean, I love it. I love watching Bravo. We're like OG Bravo fans, you and I. Like, yeah. Because we're people of a certain age, so... <laughs> <laughs> so many questions came in when I put the box up saying, I'm recording with Larry, and... Half of them were like, oh, my God, I love him. <laughs> a quarter of them were, why does he love Austin so much? Oh, my God. So, I, you know, I told, I don't know if you if you had time to listen last week, but I told the story of, I may have done it on Cocktail Party, which I know you're a cocktailer. I am. Thank you. I love you. I for love supporting. it. But if- I told the story of Austin, which you know, because I reached out to you to be like, he wants to unblock me. Oh, I mean, yeah, he wants okay. me to unblock him. Yes. Okay. So you, I didn't see that, but you told the cocktail party. That's hilarious. I told the cocktail party. <laughs> so there's the extra pods on the cocktail party, but yeah. So you didn't hear it, but you know my husband. But so when I he was traveling for work, and when I told him the story about how, because I sent you the message where Austin was like, "Okay, on the count of three, let's apologize to each other," yeah. and I wrote, "No." <laughs> my husband. My husband sided with Austin and he said that I should have apologized because I unnecessarily like carried it out. He's, I mean, listen, no. he, my husband follows, he, I don't think he listens to my podcast. I mean, he hears me enough, but right. he obviously follows me on Instagram and he's like, you just carried it out and kept going at the guy. Like you definitely focused on him more. So like you do owe him an apology. And I was like, how dare you? Oh my God. Right. Whose side are you on, sir? <laughs> I know, but I mean, I guess it's true, but whatever. I know, but I feel like it's all like, it's it's not that deep. You don't need to. I think it's, I think now there's a fresh start with you and him. So that's good. <laughs> For however long that lasts. Right. Let's, okay. <laughs> maybe and we'll get dragged people... into another group chat and have to try and fix something else. <laughs> I think I said that. So for those of you that, that didn't hear that mini pod back in the day Austin tried to smooth things over with me by telling Larry can you put me on a group chat with Bravo and cocktails and then when I didn't promise to not talk about him again he started fighting with me again and I was like this isn't gonna work <laughs> and then I started fighting back because oh, I'm listen I'm, pe- I'm not saying that I'm that petty I've never claimed to all right Josh Allen everyone wants to know they say you're their bills guy do you think it's true? Do you know more than we've shared? I think 
this is like so hard because like I really I don't know and so the rumors started floating around here through like Buffalo is a it's a small town like as it's a big city but like it's everyone here knows each other everyone we they're like we go to the same bars we go to the same restaurants everybody kind of like you knows who people are like about town and mm-hmm. it started like kind of roaming like getting out like beginning of last week and so when I had woke up and you had said have you seen this I was like <laughs> oh my god yeah like how did it get to you because I had heard about it like a few days prior and I was like I'm not saying shit Mike <laughs> like, um, I have to tell you even today today I don't even know what Josh Allen looks like because I don't I, you know I'm not a football fan my yeah. husband certainly is no, and we are... were rooting for the Bills, by the way. Once the oh. Jets are out, we go Bills. And then well, if they're both out, we go Giants. Like, yeah. we always root for New York in my house. We're not <laughs> we're not haters. We're Mets fans. But when the Mets are out, I mean, I don't know if my husband roots for the Yankees, but I certainly do. Yeah, no, it's definitely – I definitely think that there is some truth to it. If it is true, I definitely do not see any type of announcement being made. I think there's probably, like, an ironclad NDA <laughs> – but the right. stuff that you have posted on your site, so if you aren't, like, on Bravo and Cocktails, you need to go and look. The stuff that you have posted, it's also stuff that I have heard amongst people, like, in the area. So it's not, and it's it's definitely, like, it's interesting that it would spread that far. You know what I mean? Like, totally. there's got to be some consistency with, like, that. there's information that you're hearing in, you're in New York City getting sent this info right. and I'm hearing it from people that like actually know them. You know what I mean? So yes, I definitely I mean, think there is some truth to it. Like boots on the ground. Yeah. I definitely think there is some truth to it. I just, I mean, I don't know. There's portions of it. Like I've, I know I've talked to you about it where like it, people could be making it up, but there's, I've heard from some other like reliable people that have like been like in the know where I, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it is true. So I guess we'll have to wait Listen, and see. Athletes are, notorious cheaters Juan yeah. Dixon <laughs> right <laughs> there's so many questions so we're wrapping it up I'll do oh this is a good one I like this one do you agree with Reza's opinion on the most overrated housewife so this is going a couple weeks back when he was on watch what happens live yeah and him and Kyle went at it do you agree that Kyle's the most overrated housewife no not at all I don't think so Same. I also, I, so I didn't agree with him saying Kyle, but I feel like he kind of just like spit that name out because like he was under pressure maybe. I don't know. But like his reasoning for saying Kyle was overrated was because he wants to see LVP. Like that doesn't make sense. Like, right. You know right. what I mean? Like just say that. I agree. Yeah. So it, it just, it comes. I love itself. Kyle and I love LVP and like normalize liking two housewives that may not like each other. Like it right. doesn't. As a fan, I don't see how you have to pick a side. Do What are your thoughts on Reza? Don't you think that – so I had this thought on a – I don't know when I said it somewhere that like Reza and MJ doing like a talk show like with Bravo Lebs or just like whatever would be so cool. What are your – like I, I feel like they're such great television personalities and they're also both – huge bravo like outside of their own show fans because they met like they've inboxed me to be like lol this is crazy about just like whatever nonsense i post what are your thoughts do you I think would, that they should get a show with Gigi without Gigi? what are your 
I would love to see this. I mean, I like Gigi, but I would like to see the two of them do something together, MJ and Reza. I mean, I don't know if another talk show on Bravo would work. I mean, they tried it with chat room, but like that wasn't really a hit. But that was also virtual during COVID, so it's better purpose. Yeah. What about Reza, MJ, Kate Chastain? Because uh, none I, of them have current shows. So they're relevant in the Bravo world where they have the connections. But I think a lot of the chat room problem was they were currently on shows that were airing and stuff. And that makes it dicey. Yeah, I would watch Kate Chastain on, on anything. Give her her own show. She was hilarious on Traders, And it made me fall in love with her 10 times over. I don't know if I would want to see her like in another talk show situation. I don't even know if she would do that. <laughs> After the way chat room happened, I would like to see Reza on his own show. Like, I thought he was trying, I thought I heard, maybe it was even on your page that he was pitching, like, a home flipping show for HGTV. Yes. I mean, I think that would be, like, a good space for him. He likes interior design and all of that. I like MJ on her podcast. I think she's killing it when her and Tommy on the podcast. And, like, she's on Jeff Lewis. So, like, maybe in the podcasting, like, radio space. Or what if they, like, uh, revved up their real estate careers again and we're like apprentices one under josh flag one under josh altman that Do would it. be so right. freaking cool that, <laughs> i mean how cool would that be that and then be. it kind of puts them at odds again and i'm also i i love the million dollar listing i i've been watching la i love the friendship between the joshes because you know they were adversaries for so long yes. and now they're buddies no i love i, I, I love like watching both them. of them I mean, Josh Flagg is such a dick, but I love him. <laughs> like, he's like a nini. Like, if if you're walking, if I were walking down, I don't know, whatever street in Beverly Hills and was like, oh, my God, Josh Flagg, he would be like, fucking beat it, you basic bitch. Right. And I would love it. Right. Don't talk to me. You're poor. <laughs> right. Right. Totally. He'd be like, you couldn't afford a studio here. Get out of my face. Right. <laughs> All right, Larry, thank you so much. It is always, always a treat. Oh, my God. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. I literally like the thing. We could go on for another hour. <laughs> for another hour. Well, you're coming on with me to do a, a cocktail party. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, that'll be fun. Which I can't mention on here because. Then I get all the reviews that I'm terrible for monetizing because, I mean, being a businesswoman. Oh, my God. People complain about everything. (laughs) I'm only teasing. I love you guys. And I love you for tuning in. And until next time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just want to ask you guys a favor, just getting kicked off. So many people have been asking us to do this podcast. So please do subscribe. And if you subscribed, go to your podcast app and hit those three little dots to share with your friends, but only friends who like good tea, because the ones who don't care about tea, then like forget them. And don't forget, find us on Instagram at Bravo and Cocktails underscore and check out the website because some great tea gets put there daily that would get us kicked off of Instagram. (laughs) So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye, guys. See you next time.